the team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's about to get underway up and down the country. Some big games at this stage of the season, as you would expect. The biggest of the lot, really, is at Dens Park. Forget Mark McGee's nudity for a second if you can. It's a game that Dundee need to win to keep themselves realistically and with a chance of uh, avoiding bottom spot in the division. And they are one up at the break and uh, should be a, a cracking second 45, David Freel. Yeah, it should be, Gordon, and yeah, if, you, if you forget all the circus surrounding the game and all the comments, I think if you just look in the football, I think Dundee deserve a lead. You know, St Johnson did improve during the break, but I don't think they could really get any worse than they were in the first half hour. And, you know, I think Dundee, as I said, you know, Charlie Adam being very good, Paul McGowan being good, Danny Mullen never stops running, Paul McMullen's exactly the same. And they've also defended well, you know, because I know Nadir Chifchi hasn't played a lot, hasn't been a great success, but they've kept him quiet, and Callum Hendry's been in good form, and they've really kept him quiet, apart from that kind of half chance towards the end, so... So far, so good for Mark McGee. Um, his team are doing exactly what's asking for, asked for them, and uh, in front of a huge crowd here, they're getting really, really good support. It's quite interesting. The St Johnson fans were sort of booing their team maybe midway through the half, but then at the end, they were uh, sorry at half time there, they were giving them a lot more encouragement. So I think they know now is not the time to turn on Callum Davison's team, but this is a huge 45 minutes in the context of both teams' season. Really, I don't think St Johnson can afford to lose either. That puts up a lot of pressure, and indeed, they need to go and see this game out. Uh, are we still at the break in Paisley, Fraser? Yeah, still at the break. Uh, thankfully, there's no football going on because when the players were on, there was very little to talk about. Uh, you know, just you, you, sometimes when you get a bit of tension and teams aren't playing very well, low in confidence, we bit to play for. It can either go one way, it can either be, as it has been today, pretty poor or it can be pretty physical, you know. But uh, both teams have been so cautious. Gordon just stood off. And I was just a wee quick chat with uh, a Bernie legend, Hugh Pat Stanton. Uh, just there at the break there and uh, how Hibs could do with somebody like him to put their foot in the ball and go and create something because they've they've been the poorer of the two teams and that's not saying much for, for someone either but I could just take one goal a little bit of spark somewhere might just ignite the game might just ignite the fans get the fans on the edge of their seats because it's been very subdued I don't know he, he's a bit Fraser. old now he wouldn't bring much to the table would he oh Paddy Stanton would still be top man in the park Fraser's luck <laughs> Fraser's luck is right out even the music's rotten oh, there I, was, I, I beg to differ I I'm thought Fraser Wisher had the glow sticks yeah. out there I had this mental image going on Fraser yeah. Wisher is that up your street <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even never up my street even when I was a kid. Oh, it's terrible here, am with you? Oh, yeah, we. Oh, the next the next time Bowie's in mm. holiday, you know who to wheel in for six o'clock on a Saturday yeah, night. I was going to say, please tune in to the GBX at six pm, of course. After Hugh and Fraser have just slaughtered the, the, the Fraser the experience. No, no, I have to say, things can only get better. The George, the new George Bowie GBX. Uh, Single, they still call them singles now. That'll do, yep. Uh, number 14 in the charts, and I uh, listened to it last night, and it was very good. Have you downloaded it onto the Nokia? Uh, what, down what? Things you never thought you would hear. Is it not downstream it anyway? <laughs> when you bring politics into a Saturday afternoon. No, anyway, very good it was. Let's crack on. Goal flashes with Aspire Industrial Services. Extensive range of site consumables and hand tools available in their Hillington showroom. Thought of having to go on and explain that downstream comment to Gordon DL is just too much for a Saturday afternoon. I don't know what that means. Try my I'm best. I'm spotting all over the place now. <laughs> anyway, right at Clyde SSB, you can tweet us in the rest of the afternoon. Um, we're getting the second halfs underway. Need a response at Petodre Hugh if you're a home fan. Yeah, I cannot believe the the way they've gone there. You know, the Stephen Glass appointment by. Um, the club I thought was a 
a mistake from the very off And so it proved to be He tipped him to finish third Second in fact How big a mistake can it be? As big a mistake as me predicting them to be third But Second the, the, uh, the, They have been awful And Jim Goodwin as yet Has not been able to turn it round But I mean today This is a new low Yeah I think I, I think there's troubled times at Pataudry They need the season finished Gordon They've got to earn the right To stay in the league Because their form is dreadful They're lucky that The teams round about them Are the same the, the standard is not the greatest. They're fighting for our lives here. We're watching Dundee St Johnston. I, I agree with Dave Friel for 30 minutes. St Johnston are sitting second bottom. Great opportunity to put that distance between them and Dundee. And for 30 minutes, they weren't at the races. They had a wee spell before half time. They need to get back into this game. A team that, not that, well, a few seasons ago, won the cup double. Everybody was talking about their manager, the season they had. All of a sudden, th- this looks like relegation. Yeah, St. Johnson are doing everyone a favour here. I was, yeah, I was going to say that it's the only saving grace for St. Mirren, isn't it? Yeah, um, because you know, unless they can find a goal from somewhere, if they lose this match, it's encouraging for Dundee. Uh, they might yet believe they can overcome uh, St. Johnson eventually and finish second bottom, but that they're keeping everyone else. In it, uh, even though Aberdeen are losing, they'll they'll yep. do they'll do no real harm because St Johnson are losing at the same time. Yeah, St Johnson had a good chance a moment or two ago, or a, a good opening, I should say, but it sort of petered out towards the edge of the 18-yard box. Let's set up this to give the maximum time. The second half teaser with the ScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football for the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside David Marshall, Rhys James and Callum Patterson. I've been managed by Tony Pulis. I've played for five different British clubs, including three seasons in Scottish football, but never won any silverware in Scotland. Who am I? Played alongside David Marshall, Rhys James, Callum Patterson, managed by Tony Pulis. Played for five different British clubs, including... Three seasons in Scotland, but never won any silverware while I was here. Who Good am question. I? Good question. At Clyde SSB, get your answers in. It is a race, remember? So let's see if we can come up with all the correct answers in a decent time. But you know what? It's tricky. So you don't think you need to be that quick off the mark. Let's see how we get on with that one. There was even a, a stewards' inquiry. On Twitter there about the first half teaser Token Jester felt mm. that he was robbed of the third place podium finish And I have to say I would agree with that um, Because he did get all seven correct But he gave us nine names So you know he's hedged his bets a bit But in the absence of anyone else I think you have to give that I mean he got all seven right didn't he? Well if you get seven right then Of course you've got to give them Where do you draw the line? I mean just going to name like 100 players And hope that the seven are, are in there you wouldn't fit all that into one tweet though. So exactly. Yeah, so I, I think that's thinking outside the box. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. Um, if he answers two names and he gets one right, I'll give him the full time teaser. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Now, we did ask you for, in honour of Mark McGee and his diet and his heating and his strip tease, what are the weird and wonderful techniques that managers have used over the years that you've not disappointed? I knew you lot out there would come up with some good ones. Our old pal. 
Gary Caldwell Talking Jester's been back on about that He says remember he had them kidnapped by the SAS yeah. Something along those lines Blindfolded, earmuffed and ragdolled about the place for a while Not sure if it worked he says No one player ran away in tears apparently What, what club was that? The Partick yeah. <sighs> What was the other one that And again Because the Managers will do loads of things That see behind closed doors And the players just buy into it And then to be fair Once you start leaking it out And everyone mocks it It is easy to, to mock Was there not the, What was the one that he was upset Gary Caldwell That it got leaked out They don't ask the players To write down Their starting 11 Or something like that My, Yeah I think you're right there And they had to reveal it an- Anonymously Or mm. Yeah it was something they, they had to pick Their starting 11 Write it all down There's a name Hugh Remember this guy Riley McGree Ah yes He scored down, for Middlesbrough Turned down Celtic Oh and there's another Janino Bakuna Has scored for Birmingham Against Millwall Riley McGree Led to Matt, Matt O'Reilly. O'Reilly Yeah I just think of Brendan Rodgers uh, When he became Liverpool manager Do you remember The three envelopes Yeah Yeah, yeah exactly and They were doing some sort of Documentary at the time Weren't yeah, they So it was yeah. all uh, Broadcast on that Riley McGree's goal Didn't stand for much Because uh, Swansea have equalised straight away Must have been straight from uh, Kick-off in that one um, Keep them coming We've had some really good ones in uh, I must admit um, What about the We're talking about controversy Dave Galloway has Highlighted it to us earlier on You are going to want to make sure you tune into the highlights To see that flashpoint between Aberdeen And Livy It is Quite remarkable um, Now you know that way that It's almost an automatic thing That if a player can as- Even goes close to standing in front of a goalkeeper As they try and punt the ball up the pitch The referee always too quick to book that player And yes I hear you all That John Lundstrom did it last week I get that um, But Max Strayek Appears to just Sort of whack the Aberdeen player in the face Before he's even really had the chance To stand in front of him and it's the Aberdeen player that gets booked for it. You're going to want to see this back. I mean, I can. This doesn't entirely work for radio, but I can show you three, um, and and get your reaction to it because it is, it's quite something you would have to see. And if this does cost Aberdeen at the end of the game, I think Jim Goodwin will be quite quick to have his say on it. Is that not similar to? Ayobalai with Kyogo Furuhashi yeah. earlier in the season when yeah, apart from he didn't have a, a ball in his hands, but yeah. Well, well It doesn't change anything, doesn't change anything. What's your thoughts on that Roger? I think that's a penalty kick for Aberdeen Unbelievable I can't believe that He slapped the Aberdeen player In the penalty box While plays live sort of, Surely By the way What a technique it is I've never seen anything like it So he's got the ball in his hands mm-hmm. And he sort of quickly manages to mm-hmm. Slap the player But get his hand back on the ball <sighs> In time well, you know, he kind of throws the ball up in there. What you you think I'd there? be better at describing things, given that it's yeah, yeah. sort of a key part no, of the job. We, we know what you're you're meaning by uh, and in my hand gestures, the, the hand listeners can see are, helping are very, very good indeed. Um, I I'm astonished by that. Can't believe the referee has not dealt with that. That was quite something. Here. We'll we'll Marv, we'll pass and move. Own up to this when he comes in here during the week. Mm, no, no, sure. he'll deny everything. Yeah, he just working say, with him one night. That was enough. Um, Charlie Adam booked for what David Fuel says is the worst dive in football history. That's quite a high accolade. We'll get another look at it and see if he's right. 
Um, but Charlie Adam has certainly gone in to the book for Dundee. So let's see what the verdict is. St Johnson started this season as the holders of the Scottish Cup and the, the League Cup and how the mighty have fallen. They are not Oh no. Oh, oh David Field might just be right. Oh dear. That is spectacularly oh, bad. Dear. <laughs> From Charlie Adam. Wow. Do you see it, Gordon? Do you it's need bit, another look at it? Uh, I would like an, uh, no one he's, he's laughing. laughing. Oh, I'm not sure about that, Hugh, because yeah. you can't condone that sort of stuff. Oh, oh my goodness. No, 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 no. Do you know what? I mean, it's it's like it's, embarrassing. it's just outside the 18 yard box. It's not like he's not trying to win a penalty or anything, but that is. He used to play for Liverpool. Outrageous. Yeah. That's a wee bit embarrassing, that. You can't take it to that level. My. He dies about. Three seconds before the, the St Johnson player comes near him Mind you, you'll have to live with it now Because it'll be shown time and time again That was incredible I How, really was There's my howler of the weekend right away Set in stone already yeah. uh, Keep your guesses coming to that second half teaser And we're still looking for your weird and wonderful techniques From managers as well You've not disappointed me on this one I must say some really good ones uh, coming in very, very good. I'm enjoying them so far. I must say, David Rayburn as well. Didn't know this. Is it true? I take David Rayburn at his word. He says, Owen Coyle took his players a walk to the shops in the Gorbals when he had Burnley up playing pre-season. Yeah, I think that oh. could be true. Yeah. yeah. Coyle, Coyle's a Gorbals boy, of course. Uh, so I'll give him a call and I'll ask him and I'll confirm on Monday. Just show the where he grew up. It's yeah. a sightseeing tour of the Gorbals. Oh, you remember... Alec Ray took Teddy Sheringham to Deniston <laughs> That's right And t- Teddy Sheringham thought that Alec Ray's Entry to the close Was the front door <laughs> to his house He thought, thought they owned the whole building yeah, that's right. <laughs> Oh yeah that's right That is one of the great images He'd have been a multi-millionaire at this point Teddy Sheringham yeah. Thinks that Alex has taken them to this mansion When in fact it's about 40 houses <laughs> put together didn't they stay the night on the couch yeah, or something, they, they as went, the story goes? They went to the dancing. Well, they won't be dancing just now, because Reading have just gone 2-0 down at Hull City. Oh, dear. Ah, they expended a lot of energy in that 4 all draw four. last week. They were 4-1 down. They're pretty yeah. much safe, aren't they? I think they are. Peterborough needed to win all games, <coughs> and they're losing at home to Nottingham Forest. So they, they, it, it'll be job done for Alec Ray and Paul Ince tonight. They'll have and kept Reading in the division. And I can apologise to Hugh for not answering his text when he was texting me thinking I was Alex. And uh, I, I, I really, oh yes, yeah. you know where you did this? Yeah. Do you no, aware of this? No, I I texted Alex and I was texting you. No, other no, way around. No, you, text- you were texting Gordon DL messages about uh-huh. Reading. Yeah, because your phone doesn't save people's names. You try and Maybe remember the numbers three, off by heart. Yeah, yeah. Were, so, he was getting messages about Reading's four four draw, and and also, oh, we really miss you. <laughs> I have to put up with Wilson and Dale every Saturday. <laughs> and bad news is Hannah's coming into the studio with Tupac. Yeah, well, I know that's not true. I'd, I'd like another look at it because it, I just caught it quickly when I glanced up. Charlie Adam dived again. Just went down again. Yeah, quite easily. Is that fair? I, I think it's a blatant dive. Wow. Two, two in a row and Bobby Madden's not done anything about either. Um, it's a good time of the year for a man with this surname, but Gabriel Jesus, 5-1 um, now with, what, against Watford, I think. Is that a hat-trick he's for him? He's got four. Four? He's got yep. four. After the exertions of last weekend as well, he's absolutely flying. 
I told you that when Kenny Shields was manager of Kilmarnock, I texted him congratulating him on the birth of his child. Well, well please don't for, send me that text. For, meant for Sheila McLaren, right, who was known as Shields. Um, the wrong Shields. We've just moved on from the cheese puns and the, the headline, the pun writer's dream. Connor Salmon has scored to make it Falkirk nil, Alawa 2. Kenny Miller's middle be. Mm, not the questionable. Best. Not the best. I would say Falkirk mm. need to. Well, we've been saying this for years. They need to get this season over and done with. Forget it ever happened and go again, Roger Hanna. Yeah. If you were talking about you know overall disasters in Scottish football this season, there would be a few contenders. You know Aberdeen and Hibs have not had a great time in the top flight. And if we again, you know, if we're going versus expectation, Falkirk would need to be up there, wouldn't they? Well, they would. I mean, people talk about Rangers getting into the cup final next month. Chance to win the Scottish Cup for the first time, I think, since 2009. It was Falkirk they beat in the final. Falkirk were a, a high-flying team. They were regular participants in the Premiership in those days. And they have sunk like a stone. They haven't even made the top four in League One to get into the promotion playoffs. It has been another unmitigated disaster of a season, which has culminated in Martin Rennie going back to the United States in double quick time, even quicker than Stephen Glass. Kenny Miller in charge and... Again, yeah. I bet like we spoke about Aberdeen. It's a place that just needs a clear out. Gordon. Yeah, look, you don't need to just use that cup final because what is that? Two thousand and nine. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, when were they in the latter stages of the playoffs? Twenty fourteen. That Peter well, Houston yeah, side they were, pretty they, close they to getting promoted to the top flight the year after against Inverness, but they were a championship yeah. team at that stage. But they were club, a very good championship team that season, weren't they? Um, Interesting as well Wraith Stinger up at Hamilton they're, they're keeping the pressure In Partick Thistle The Jags can't let Anything slip At home to Dunfermline This afternoon Yeah it's not a great Day for the Lanarkshire sides Mother will setting That tone earlier on oh, I suppose it's a, a Battle of the Lanarkshire sides That Clyde are losing In their final game At Broadwood Against For some reason It's just dropped out Of my head Airdrie, Airdrie of course Airdrie Of course it is Gordon Dale's old team How could I forget uh, Right let's take Our first Look Alexander Mitrovic has scored again What is that? 41 That is ridiculous Ridiculous. In the championship Incredible Um, Reminders of the teaser Hugh Do some wrong ones I have played alongside David Marshall Rhys James and Callum Patterson I've been managed by Tony Pulis i played for five different British clubs Including three in Scotland But never won any silverware During my time in Scotland Who am I? You can always judge the, The effectiveness of the question When you get a wide range of wrong answers And the, the, the three I'm going to read you Just sum this up Jonathan Brooks Thinks it's Cedric Kipri No David Lachlan Thinks it's Graham Dorans No And Grant Reid Thinks it's Stephen Fletcher No Now they're all going For a sort of West Brom theme Roughly Stoke etc So I, I, I mean I get that um, But it's not right Roger Hold up your paper I will He's got it you. wrong Kerry Don Kerry No it's not Don Kerry Have don't you got anything can, don't, Come on Don't no, crack don't, under I've... the pressure You apparently are the no, I'm not. No, I'm not even going to give it a guess just now. Uh, Dundee hemmed in a bit now. You'd have to say. Yeah, St Johnson have improved in the second half. They had to improve in the second half, but there's an hour played, Gordon, and they are still trailing by that goal to nil. There's plenty of life in Dundee. Yes, absolutely. Don't forget, it's not just the teaser on Twitter. We're looking for you are uh, your suggestions of managers that have done weird and wonderful things. To either get their team up for it To deflect away from the team Whatever it may be In honour of Mark McGee this week Keep them coming At Clyde SSB uh, We're talking about big goals going in 
down the leagues Albion Rovers have equalised against Stirling Albion David Wilson with it um, Bad news for you Apparently Gordon Dealer Eyewitness says Ali Crawford is clipping corners And like he's using a pitching yeah. wedge Good prep for tomorrow Yeah We'll see how he does tomorrow Same as That's your good. range though isn't same, it On same, the course oh, you're, you're deadly from um, Yeah yeah. Um, 20 yards I'm just a player It's just unfortunate <laughs> for him That's who he's coming up against Can't wait If this goes wrong tomorrow What, what time's tea off time? 11 o'clock man uh, oh. Looking for a caddy? Uh, Roger I've, I'm, I've, I've got nothing to do tomorrow yeah, I'm playing with you at 3 o'clock After I, I won my tie Me and you are back out If you say so uh, Right The other thing Of course That we need to discuss you Because We've got a title It was won last wow. night We can get one today with Cove But Kilmarnock Are the champions They've bounced straight back up We know it's not easy to do Because yeah. just look at the teams That haven't done it <coughs> What did you make of last night? Um, first of all, congratulations to Derek McInnes and Tony Doherty. Um, when we were still on air, our broth scored. When I got home, our broth was still one up. And I thought, this is actually going to happen for Dick Campbell. Um, but you have to give it to Kilmarnock for dogged determination. They, they, they claimed a penalty, which I don't think was a penalty. But they did not lose their nerve. They kept going. Ash Taylor's equalising goal, terrific. Uh, and when a game is then won with a goal in the 90th minute you, you get the impression that you have just lived through a genuine football drama and that was the story I'm very uh, pleased for Stephen McGinn uh, my congratulations to him I'm glad he was involved in the lead up to the winning goal and the size of the crowd tells me that Kilmarnock are a very welcome addition to the Premiership for next season That was a terrific crowd And they played their part Kelly fans Where are you? The open line will be here In 40 minutes So Get your thoughts over to us If you've Come home yet If the sore heads Are wearing off 01419511025 Roger Yeah congratulations To Kilmarnock The league table Doesn't lie Gordon Over the 36 yeah. games They have been The best team In the championship They dug it out Last night um, A lot of pressure In the second half uh, Super scoreboard zone Chris Burke Friend of the show Made a difference When he came off the bench Last night Ash Taylor and Blair Alston Got the goals I think someone As um, as wise About the Premiership As Derek McInnes though, Will know Kilmarnock need to tool up If they're going back Into the top flight yeah. Because They may be The best team In the Championship This season But as Dundee Have found out There is A bit of a step up In class Look at Hearts Last season Hearts tooled up When they went up they get the prize of third place I think Kilmarnock will need a good few players If they want to compete at the level that Derek will want to take them to Funny how managerial changes go Roger You know because uh, Tommy Wright had to go And Derek comes in Now at Aberdeen and at Hibs Managerial change was required And it didn't work out And they're bottom six now But even more praise then for Derek McInnes who took over a bad situation and has clearly turned it into a very good one. Yeah, I agree. I watched the game last night, Gordon. I had the, the whole thought of, I kept saying it all week, come on on Fridays, don't go. Oh, and then can't I'm, believe it. They're resting him. Is he, is he off? Ali Crawford's oh, come see off. That is, oh. He's been rested for the big tie tomorrow. <laughs> take Incredible. A, take, a, take a break. Uh, well, Callum's a big uh, golfer, isn't he? He's, a, he's sensational. Oh, yeah, he's sensational. So he's obviously known how big this tie is tomorrow. But um, going back to Kamarnock, uh, uh, you know, I thought when a broth went one up, 
Kilmarnock on the Friday nights just do not go live on TV but all credit to him right to the what a time to score a winner you know and I thought the winner was a very good goal indeed I think Dick will be a bit disappointed he loses a goal from a set play uh, Ash Taylor was on the end date to put it in the back of the net and I, that just gave Kilmarnock the belief got the big support behind them They've got the better squad, they've got the better players, but I do agree with the lads. I think Derek will look at his squad and think, yeah. I need a big improvement. Aberdeen are getting closer, Gallagher over the bar, Johnny Hayes is fired just over um, from not too far she's, outside the box. She's been keeping half an eye on RB Leipzig this afternoon, they played yep. Union Berlin in the Bundesliga, the team they beat in the German Cup semi-final through the They were leading 1-0, Yusuf Poulsen scored. I've just looked down on my phone, they've lost goals in 86 and 89 minutes, they're 2-1 down at home. Uh, is that a good thing? I don't know Wounded animal Or deflated confidence Did they rest players? Gordon Diel Looking at that Leipzig Starting 11 In comparison to how They normally line up No they've, they've rested a few players Gordon obviously Like Rangers One eye on Thursday night So They'll be at full strength By the time Thursday night comes But is out. that actually true though Before yeah. people Roger 100% Can you yeah. confirm just looking at the team just now No I don't think we've really rested anyone No full strength team Shock Rogers um, just made that up Let's hear from Derek McInnes After last night's title success Team here but They like this They like that But quickly working with the players I thought it was good personality It just needed to be brought out of them We needed to give them more confidence We needed to enjoy playing at home And we needed to get that connection with the fans So when you see nights like tonight It shows you what this club can be And it's exactly the reasons why I wanted to manage it um, There was a lot of pressure on us tonight to deliver and the whole country it seemed out with Kamala wanted a broth to win it. And I get that. I get because it it's a brilliant story. And they still might get there. Um, you wouldn't want to play them in the playoffs. Um, but the best team wins the league. And we're the best team. Uh, and that's a fact. And we've had to do it the hard way. It's no easy winning leagues. Um, but we certainly didn't make it easy for ourselves tonight. But when the question was answered, we answered up. Got a big goal in the top flight. Goal flashes. With AspireGlasgow.com. And it's an equaliser for St Johnston. Mark McGee's doing the top button back up. It was a header from a Hallberg corner. Sean Rooney, we mentioned them earlier on, scored so many terrific headed goals last season. A bit quieter this campaign, but he might just have popped up with the most important of the lot. Dundee won, St Johnston won. Oh, he gave us a call on Monday night in Super Scoreboard. He did it before Pete last it. season. Uh, the the Bells Hill Cafu. Uh, so that's a big, big goal for Callum Davidson. And uh, the St Johnston fans behind that goal going wild. Uh, Dundee now have a quarter of a game to survive because St Johnston will have their tails up now. As it stands, we say it so mm. often at this time of the season, that's it back to five points, and it would be four games to go after this. So yeah. the onus is on Dundee to go and try and win this now. Lewis and Johnson fans behind the goal going crazy. They have seen this picture before. Set piece, Sean Rooney header, crucial goal for St Johnson. If you're at St Mirren, Roger, you're thinking, oh, 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 if they get another one, it's bad for us. Well, you saw what momentum did for Kilmarnock last night. Yeah. You know, once they got one, they pushed on and they won the game. Can St Johnson do that? Because they've been the better team since half time. I told you at half time I fancy St Johnson going down this hill at the end uh, to get something back in and Rooney always a threat at set plays always a threat and he's just wanted it more and I, I've got to look at the goalkeeping situation there Rooney's nearly on the goal line the headers in. Uh, but you're right I think St Johnson have got their tails up and uh, they're coming forward and Dundee just need to be careful here they're still in the game you know it's still a bit to go 
So um, they've just got to be careful. St Johnson, bit of confidence hitting down that hill. Hearing from Derek McInnes there, and it, it's one of of all the cliches. It's the one that's arguably the the, the truest, if that makes any sense. The best team wins the league. There yeah. is no, there is no arguing that the yeah. league table doesn't lie. It's the ultimate test of what you've done over a season. And I suppose they were fighting the fairy tale, Roger. It wouldn't have been lost on those Kilmarnock players that everyone outside the Kilmarnock. Wanted our both to win the league. Yeah, it's just the way it works. Derek, whether it be the fairy tale, whether it be the plastic pitch, they had to fight against that as well. Yeah, Derek said that, and you can bet your bottom dollar that would have been Derek's mantra to the players all the way through the week to try and get them up for the game. Everyone else in the country wants our both to win, so go and kill the fairy tale. And it took them a while to do it, but they did it. They got the reward. They are the champions. They'll be back in the Premiership next season, and well done to them. Now let's hear a bit more from him, Derek McInnes. Reflecting on that title success Football's tough at times you know, Injuries for players Relegations People worrying about contracts And all the rest of it um, So when the good times come You've got to enjoy it more And it's something I probably know Probably something I've been guilty of No enjoying Any success I've had As much as I should But I'm going to enjoy this one It's It shows what can be done I think it was the biggest crowd that, From Kilmarnock's perspective You know They've had bigger crowds here With no firms been in But I think there was more Kilmarnock fans in here Since the first time Since the 90s And I'm sure that is another Interesting barometer Because the Kelly fans Did really turn out last night Before we reflect on that Penalty Livingston Oh If there were grumbles wow. Before um, And of course Aberdeen do feel A sense of injustice From the first half But um, McMillan Brought down by Ojo And a chance for Livy Now Obelai Takes penalties But he misses As well Roger Hanna I wonder if it will be him Or someone else Who gets the nod From the spot I would imagine it would be Obelai who would take it and I think um, he's still the regular penalty taker um, the top scorer Bruce Anderson still in the sidelines although I believe he's back in the bench this afternoon for the first time since injury I would I would think Obelai um, Going to be a crucial moment in this game uh, Callum Hendry's had a shot saved St Johnson really pushing to try and almost relegate Dundee uh, today Muller has come on Jason Holt's going to take the penalty for Livy Goal flashes with AspireGlasgow.com And he scores Aberdeen nil, Livingston 2 So Livingston certainly looking like they will pull away from Aberdeen If there's any solace at all And the fact St Mirren are, are, are drawing So they would be a point closer But a goal for St Mirren And a goal for St Johnston Could turn Jim Goodwin's already less than ideal afternoon into a nightmare, Hugh Well, he... Told the players That they shouldn't think they were immune From the danger of relegation And they haven't responded And Dave Galloway Will be bringing us A very very distraught Aberdeen stadium um, Because Fans will just find this totally unacceptable And I said earlier on They're a disgrace And I repeat Now they're two down They're an even bigger disgrace Going to be an incredible end to that one I don't think the Aberdeen fans will take this they, Like I say, they are feeling a sense of injustice From the referee as well But um, with it being a results driven business and all I think they will be fairly angry At what's going on there um, You're looking at Hibs today, Gordon mm -hmm. Thinking, can they get a reaction? Can the players go out and show that they you know, Can step up and, and maybe give David Gray a bit of backing 68 minutes, they've just had their first shot on target And it was... Um, 
a header from James Scott straight at Jack Anik. Yeah, the problems at Easter Road as well, Gordon. They've got to make sure their next appointment is certainly the right one. Uh, so are you building job the same as Pataudry? You're looking at two big, big clubs that this season have been so poor, changed their manager. I think the people above have got to take a bit of responsibility, putting people in the wrong positions, um, putting their clubs under pressure. And that's what's happened. And um, just going with Fraser at half time there, the quality, you're, you're trying to get fans back into the ground and you're, Fraser's trying to build the game up to as best as he can, but there's nothing happening at all. Uh, Declan Gallagher taking off for Christian Ramirez, Roger, which is, well, it tells you what Aberdeen are, are thinking in terms of trying to go f- for the game. It's your main striker, you bring him on at 2 0 down. It's asking a lot of them. It's asking a great deal of him. I was very surprised when he wasn't in the starting lineup because you made the point yourself. There's not a lot of people scoring an awful lot of goals this season. Regan Charles Cook, top scorer in the Premiership with 13, but Ramirez has probably done as much for Aberdeen as you know a lot of strikers are Van Veen for Motherwell or, or, or people like that. So I was very surprised. Home game, you need a win, and you've kept him off until this time. McGinn and Rudden for McGowan and Burn. Uh, for Dundee So they've made a couple of changes Niall McGinn Is he one of the answers On the yes, first half Yes he was I got that one Gordon yeah, he comes on Speaking of which uh, Airdrie have gone 4-0 up at Clyde uh, The second half teaser Hugh I have played alongside David Marshall Rhys James And Callum Patterson I have been managed by Tony Pulis I played for five different British clubs Including three in Scotland But never won any silverware During my time here Who am I? Um Geo Hammy Van Bratwurst thinks it's Martin Waghorn. No, I can see the thought there, and that's not too far off actually. Um, FM Dafty says, "Is it Grant Hanley?" Nope. Dylan thinks it's Osman So. Nope. And Derek Morrison thinks it's Jamie Walker. No. Is it Greg Doherty? Not. Sorry, Bud McQueen. It is not. Keep your guesses coming at Clyde SSB. Um, Aberdeen. Close to conceding a third Scott Pittman lobbing Joe Lewis But the ball goes over the bar Elgin City have pulled one back against Cowdenbeath Through Ross Draper um, But Morris Ross will still be happy His side leading at the moment Anything else doing? I don't think so at this point But it's going to be Oh This is a big goal Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com they had just had their first shot on target And Hibs have taken the lead It's Ewan Henderson Who opens the scoring for Hibs St Mirren fans will be distraught They've now got 15 minutes to try And get back into that one At St Mirren nil, Hibs 1 As it stands It is a result which really, really boosts Hibs In fact it puts them on a a, a Bigger points tally than Motherwell In the top 6 But we know that's the way the, the split can work And as for St Mirren if St Johnson could get a winner, uh, it might get nervy for St Mirren. More than hugely, yeah. Yeah. Given that they play each other next weekend, and given that St Johnston are enjoying a good period of pressure late on in the game at Dens, there's a bit of uh, sweating still to be done yet. The manager bounce hasn't really happened, has it, for no. those boat clubs? You know, Jim Goodwin goes to Aberdeen from St Mirren. Um, not really happening for him up there with results Stephen Robinson comes in Takes over the, the hot seat at St Mirren And his results 
haven't happened so and it definitely didn't happen at Hibs because they've already emptied yeah. the guy that was supposed to get from yeah, the bounce so the manager bounce is uh, a myth are we about to get our second SPFL title of the weekend Roger I Hanna I think we are Cove Rangers 1 Dumbarton 0 Mitch Meganson 1 of 3 Cove players yeah. shortlisted for PFA League 1 player of the year this week and with about quarter of an hour left up there at uh, the Balmoral Stadium it looks as if Paul Hartley could be bringing Cove into the Championship for the first time ever and you can congratulate Mitch next Sunday if you're nice to Fraser Wishart and he will he win it if he holds his invite I, I, I've not looked at the nominees My League it. One insider tells me Of the three Is it Harry Milne? Yeah He prefers him He thinks he's had the best season That's Laurie just McAllister one, just and one, Mitch one, one the man's other two. opinion But that's my trusty My is trusty League One per, source per league? No, no, no The other three But Dylan Easton of Airdrie as well It's four, three from Cove And one four, from Airdrie Four shortlisted Oh, excellent Cove <laughs> Well <laughs> done That's the type of cutting edge insight You get here yeah. On a Saturday afternoon And if Daz recognises Mitch Meganson Or indeed any <laughs> Cove Rangers player At the PFA dinner next week I will be astonished uh, Oh right Goals are flying in Michael Doyle own goal Has hold Montrose level Queen of the South have gone one up Against Air United What does that mean For your Would they, they be your local yes, team Yes very, very much so um, Gervin man I saw them last week Lose it in Fermland late on It looks as if they're going to lose it Palmerston late on You and East after 80 minutes what it does mean is, if it stays like that and the Fermlin lose 1 0 at Partick as they are at the moment, then everything is possible. And it would take you to Friday night, where the Fermlin play Queen of the South at East End Park, air it at home to Partick. And if Queen of the South win 1 0 at Den Fermlin and Partick win 1 0 at Air, all three teams will have exactly the same records of wow. points, goals scored, goals conceded. What happens then? Eh? Alphabetical goes, order I think it goes Rock, head, paper, scissors I, I think, think it's head head Between the three And I think Air of the worst record Among the three I'd Far be it for me to You know Try and give myself More importance right Because I, I, I know Where I stand in these things mm-hmm. But surely If Scottish If it was ever going to come down To the toss of the coin Do you think I'd be allowed that honour there, no. there can't be anyone Even loosely related Who's Tossing the coin is often Just shout I mean, tails the referees, you're, you're talking once, twice a week Every night Every single night in here on Beat the Pundit I would just shout tails and I'd win Because that's every time I choose on a Thursday it's tails St Mirren have hit the bar Spontans are <laughs> so we're getting closer uh, Half chance, Zach Rudden as well um, But it's as you were on the scoreboards Well, I still think there's a goal coming at dead I'm not Entirely sure who it's for But I still think There's a drama A belated drama at Dens I think if Emden's got to score It's got to be St John's and you Well if that happens Panic time I really Trying do. to Decide what What gives you the most drama Roger Because in, in terms of The automatic relegation spot It's a Dundee goal you need For, for drama purposes Yeah um, But the St Johnston goal w- Would really shake up The bit above it you know, in the, in the race yeah. for the playoffs. Yeah, but. particularly when you see how the other scores, St Mirren losing, Aberdeen losing, they were the two sides who were closest to St Johnson. So if St Johnson get a winner and the scores stay the same elsewhere, that, that relegation playoff position is really up for grabs. Not that anyone wants to grab it. Ross McCrory has been sent off for Aberdeen. It is going from bad to worse. It's a second bookable offence for the Aberdeen man. He's gone early bath and all that. And they are down to 10 men and 2-0 down at home. 
to Livingston And at home again Next Saturday Without Ross McCrory At home to Dundee If the red shed Was angst ridden This afternoon Gordon oh. Can you imagine What it's going to be like Next Saturday yeah. You just wonder if Again if Dundee lose today How much they have to Realistically play for Would that knock the wind Out their sails Yeah If Dundee lose today I, I, I don't see them going to Saying that You would go to Aberdeen Just now with confidence because teams going up there, Livingston 2 0 up, cruising today. Ross County, we've seen going up there. Um, so, if you're Dundee and you're still looking to get points, remember they're still playing for bonus money and stuff like that. You would fancy going to Aberdeen because I think there's a lot of nervous players at Aberdeen would probably would like to sit out the rest of the season, especially at home. Uh, playing in front of those home fans because I know what like is up there. If they're not playing well, they come in for a bit of criticism. We can barely take our eyes off the football at the moment, but we are have been asking you all afternoon about the weird and wonderful things that you remember managers doing in light of Mark McGee's week that he's had. Aaron says in 2013, the South End manager Phil Brown invited someone, a celebrity, to lead a team talk to try and end his team's nine game unbeaten run. Do you remember who it was? No, I don't. Uh, I, I must be What no. kind of field of entertainment are we talking about? Um, the no longer allowed field of entertainment A, a comedian? No Jeremy Kyle Apparently oh. Oh. I didn't know that And I, I shouldn't I'm so sorry Aaron I, I just wondered if this was some Sort of joke that had gone over my head And I googled it and it's true yeah. we go. I once brought Sydney Devine day. in the dressing room here For a bit of tiny bubbles Yes Seriously 100% yeah You're joking 100% yeah uh, Because what happened was I used to When I was it's on It's amazing the, you didn't Go to the top of the managerial game Yeah I did When I went to cup finals Won leagues um, A wee bit better than most people um, <laughs> What happened was The team boss It's good that you're not easily wound up as well Not at all I just like to say facts um, The fact was that The team boss The music I didn't like And I decided that I had to educate my players Going to games So one day I got Sydney And to be fair he, he turned up with a cowboy Suit on The hat The guitar What's a cowboy suit? It was a, a, He modelled it on Elvis Presley's jump okay. suit Yeah and it was white That's his true story oh Anybody will tell you He came into the dressing room He sat in the treatment table uh, With the table that was on The lads gathered round And it was Tiny bubble No way that can be true 100% your air players must have hated on my you life. Oh, see it in the chorus They were right up there Got yourself, Sid I'm with you Right And I honestly said they went down a, a treat And was, how many days before the 7-0 against Rangers was that? That, that was on the day <laughs> uh, They were still in shock by the time they reached Hamden But uh, no, Sidney came in He was a fantastic guy He used to train with us, Sid You shouldn't be surprised, Roger before his concerts but he used I am to train still. I shouldn't be surprised but The following week he brought in Glenn Michael and Paladin <laughs> Oh I met Glenn Michael Yeah yeah, Good celebrity down in uh, Ayrshire oh, way It pains me to say it But apparently this is This can actually be backed up by Google Your, uh, your Sydney It's 100% episode. true He came in and he, he sat and he gave, gave a few songs On you go Sid One singer one song <laughs> and, the, and then he started the whistling <laughs> Absolutely brilliant Any Air United players from that era out there Please feel free to get in touch To share your memories of it And whether you, you think it was as brilliant as Gordon do you know who? Does. Do you know who actually got him to come in? 
Robert Remember Robert Connor? Yeah, 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 yeah. Robert yeah. Well. Uh, he, he, he went on to manage air. Robert Connor brought him into the dress but Brilliant Absolutely brilliant And the boys got it for free Steak and kidney Got it for free We could charge them <laughs> He was a superstar You know what I mean I had them up line dancing Is it line dancing? Line yeah, yeah. Line dancing <laughs> Honestly, what a life you've lived. Just, oh, uh, I, could tell, I could tell you more, but we'll get putting off radio. By um, Aberdeen forward. subs Jenks on for Mackenzie. <sighs> Looks unlikely to make much difference now. Air have equalised. Uh, it's go. the memory it's of Sid. Sydney. Sydney. He's inspired them. You and East Owen goal who scored for yeah. Queen seven minutes earlier. I, I want some research into how often that happens. I feel like there's something in that when a player scores at one end and scores. It, I think I just feel like it happens quite a lot. You know, if you yeah. get an own goal, yeah, yeah. you happen oh, no, to, you happen to you. score at the other end. Elgin City won, Cowden beat four. Morris Ross will be delighted after that game. And it builds a little bit of confidence because Bonnie Riggan Fraserburgh, I think, meeting the first yep. leg of the, the pyramid playoff this afternoon with the winners taking on Cowden Beath. You don't want to go into that tie off a, a string of defeats. Yeah, there is a feeling out there that it was going to start being one way traffic for the. The lower team, if you like. You just look at the success Kelty have had, look at Cove before them. Some of the teams who are down at the bottom of League Two just really struggling and on a slide, breaking as we know fine well. Um, but you just wonder if Cowdenbeath are rallying at the right time to see off Bonnie Rigg or Fraserburgh. Uh, it'll still be difficult, Gordon, especially Bonnie Rigg. Um, they're a big club, they spend good money. They did really well in the, the Lowland League this season, yeah. didn't they? And yeah. I've got to say, the, the, the pitch, uh, it's, it's a nice the place. The free one go. up, by the way, so. Yeah, you can see them then yep. I take it that's at home Yeah, they're at home They go to Fraserburgh next week Yeah, it's a good pitch um, So Cowdenbeath will have no excuses Because obviously Central Park isn't the greatest Is it still called Central Park? Yeah No, yeah. don't you doubt yourself you, Your knowledge is, is top draw Yeah um, Obviously you, you, you must have had a go at the stock cars going around there before I played at Central Park I, I, I walked away with the ball I scored a hat-trick there I always remember that one That's why I know the Central Park In fact, that was my first... Uh, Game as manager of Wraith Rovers. Uh, it was a derby, packed house. Honestly, um, couldn't get a seat <laughs> because of the stock cars. <laughs> because there are no seats. Um, <laughs> I've got to say that will be a difficult game for Cowdenbeath. I know that they're in good form. Morris Ross is delighted with his team's uh, form just now. Performances, good result today, but it will be difficult, especially Bonnerig. Right to leave room for late drama wherever it may be. Hugh, let's finish this off. The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside David Marshall Reese James and Callum Patterson I've been managed by Tony Pulis I played for five different clubs Including three seasons in Scottish football But never won any silverware during my time in Scotland Who am I? I am Josh Windass Josh Windass Did any of you two get that in the studio? No, not at no, all That's a good question Well done Lots of people got it right out there And very quickly as well um, Only a couple of minutes between the top three So loads of you just missed out on the podium Third place was GCAM11 Well done GCAM Second place was I am Leroy Well done Lee But the winner was Andy Riley Well done Andy Riley 67 you are the winner of the second half teaser Good question that Yep I liked it I liked it a lot Gordon It's funny that you In the last few weeks Have been trying to 
I put wasn't across that you're the the champion of the the Who Am I's now that Roger Hanna's next to you. I know, the pressure got I to was, you. I was I was I wasn't tuned in, uh, Gordon. To be honest with you, I had my mind and other things, and obviously wow. the, the, uh, sorry, the just, presence of Roger. Um, is that Oldham? Yeah. The Oldham fans are on the pitch. Is the game even finished? I don't think it has. They're trailing to Salford at home, which will put them very, very close, if not relegated, out of the league into the National League in England. So I don't, I don't think the game's finished. But the fans are on the pitch with a massive banner that says "Get out of our club." I'm, I'm looking at the clock. It can't be finished yet, no. so it must still be ongoing. Um, Chris, producer Chris, has just buzzed in my ear to tell me. That uh, some of his friends are at a stag do at that game. <laughs> You'd definitely go on and join in, wouldn't you? Oh, Even if yeah. you had no oh, idea uh, what yeah, was yeah. you are on there. You're on there with the banner. Uh, yep, that's quite something. Uh, usually it's Scottish football that produces these mad moments, but there we go. A stag weekend and you go to an Oldham game. Mm. Josh Windass, the, the, the answer in the in the second half teaser, and Joe Garner, another former Rangers striker, scoring what could be a big goal for Fleetwood and equaliser against Wimbledon. That's a, a relegation six pointer down south. Absolutely, I feel like there's a lot of former yeah. Scottish Premiership players scoring today. Four minutes to be added at Dens Park. Is there going to be a winner? You suspect Dundee need it more in terms of the battle to stay in the division. Dundee certainly do need it more. Um, but if St Johnson were to land it, then if, if St Johnson score, it's panic above them, um, particularly at St Mirren. Uh, so the very least that St Mirren that land at Aberdeen, for, yeah, because they, they, they're level on points. So it's actually this, you know it's the same scenario. Yeah, they just have to hope. They St Mirren and Aberdeen have to hope that St Johnston don't score. A goal going in down the leagues where, No it's a full time whistle sorry I meant to say the first full time And it goes Morton nil Inverness 1 Roger That's a, a big result Well it is a big result for Inverness They're looking to build a wee bit of momentum To go into these playoffs Are both Are there Inverness are there Partick Thistle by close of play tonight Could be almost there um, It's all you always feel for the teams that finish third and fourth Because they've got those extra games to play But Billy Dodds will want to build momentum Beat Kilmarnock remember last week Won at Morton today So they're maybe going in the right direction for the playoffs Penalty Aberdeen Is mm. there life left in this? Lewis Ferguson brought down He tends to take them He's got a near flawless record from the spot He's only missed one in his career It came this season And he steps up to try and dispatch it Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com Now maybe just maybe Is there an equaliser in that For Aberdeen It's 2-1 To Livingston With a couple of minutes left I would imagine Martin Bartley Might be um, on the edge of that seat In behind the Livingston dugout By now Too little too late I think Yeah I can't disagree with that I don't think Aberdeen Will get the equaliser Gordon mm, Lewis Ferguson though Always so reliable From the spot Or more often than not but you know, there's a good player A really good player Lewis Ferguson There's Ross McCrory Declan Gallagher How can this be going on? Calvin Ramsey Who must be a front runner For the yeah. Young player of the year award Yeah It's a 15th goal of the season For Many Lewis penalty Ferguson. kicks don't, I don't know that yet yeah. It'll be a lot Yeah 15 for the season um, I mean don't get me wrong He got 4 In the Europa League Europa Conference League playoffs but that, you know, they still count that's not to take anything away it was just to underline uh, the number of goals in different competitions that's a great return for a midfielder we're sort I've, of back I've, in 
you know, remember sort of David Turnbull mm-hmm. territory when he, Motherwell and then at Celtic. I think he's a very uh, talented boy, Gordon. I think he's got a lot to give, um, but I just don't know if Aberdeen is the right place for him. I think he'd probably be looking at moving on or. Depending what Jim does next year with players and who he brings in the quality, but he deserves full-time to play in a better is, Sorry, Gordon. Full time, Queen of the South won Air One, and that result means Roger Hanna that Queen of the South are relegated. They need to win. They needed to win all the remaining games. They've drawn at home to Air United, and Queen of the South will be playing League One football next season. And the pressure then turns on to Air United and Dunfermline as they fight out next Friday night to see who goes into that dreaded relegation playoff place. Dunfermline trailing 1-0 at Partick at the moment, which would put Air a point above them. Ian McCall bringing Partick Thistle back to Somerset Park next Friday night. A win would keep Air up. Free kick 30 yards out for Dundee. It's Charlie Adam territory. We know what that left foot can do. He might have produced an outrageous dive earlier on, Mm. but we know how special... His dead ball situations can be What a moment this would be Dens Park would absolutely erupt And it's blocked Stand down um, <laughs> Full time is going down the leagues I like this from Peter Urminski Who's been sent off for Stenhouse Muir For a second bookable offence He's a goalie Isn't he? Goalies on, on loan from St Mirren Two bookings for a goalie? How does a goalkeeper get two bookings Roger? It's full time at Dens Park Let's go to David Friel Dundee won St Johnston won Gordon it's full time at Dens Park but there is no full Monte for Mark McGee and it's almost certain that there will be no Premiership football for Dundee next season either the D boss promised he would go naked for a week if his team beat St Johnston but he can keep his kit on after Sean Rees equaliser ensured Saints stay 5 points ahead of him Dundee definitely the best of the first half and took the lead in 10 minutes Max Anderson fadding across from the right and Paul McGowan helped on to Jordan Marshall the fullback didn't mess about as he drilled a low shot past Sander Clark into the corner Paul McGowan had a shot deflected wide Ryan Sweeney headed over the bar as Dundee looked for a second but Saints did have a flurry before the break and Chifty's long range drive was tipped over by Ian Lawler Callum Davidson said a swell of pressure after the break and Dundee had to defend for their lives Charlie Adam tried to help his team out by winning a free kick outside his own box but took it too far with the worst dive you'll ever see you need to watch the highlights of this one Bobby Madden whipped out the yellow card and Adam will probably be embarrassed when he sees it Saints were well on top at this point and Callum Booth and Nadia Chifty were both denied before Rooney headed in the equaliser in 68 minutes Melka Halberg's corner wasn't dealt with by Dundee and the Bells Hill Cafu headed in from close range both sides the goal late on but it was St Johnson who will be far happier as they start to look at the teams above them as for Dundee they now need a minor miracle in the last four games to stay up full time at Dens Dundee won St Johnson won is that it? is that the game over for Dundee? are they relegated as far as you're concerned? I know it's not official yet of course not I think they needed to win today yeah, to get close to St Johnson they're not, they're not going to get anywhere near the team above St Johnson so they needed a win today to get close to St Johnson they led at half time but, but St Johnson just Imposed their will on them in the second half Sean Rooney, the man for the big occasion Got the equaliser And St Johnson will now be looking up above them To see if they can reel in St Mirren Starting with a head-to-head at Perth next Saturday Hugh, it stays five points Mark McGee keeps his kit on But there are only four games to go And, well, Dundee don't win many games of football Can you see any way back? No, no, I'm afraid not Um, They gave it a right good shot today They took the lead uh, Charlie Adam was guilty of ridiculous behaviour, diving all over the place. But you thought when he got the penalty, uh, the free kick, thirty yards out in his illustrious career, you've seen Charlie Adam score magnificent goals and important goals from that range. But when it was charged down, Dundee were as good as down. You going along with that, Gordon? No way back now for Dundee. 
got to be very difficult. Yeah, I think they had to win today, Gordon, especially at home, especially against St Johnston. Well, St Johnston didn't gain all three points. Is that any consolation at Paisley, Fraser Wishart? Not for St Mirren, it's St Mirren nil, Hibernian won a few boos at full time from the St Mirren supporters, but they were half-hearted, maybe just sums up the feelings of the supporters at the moment, because not, not a classic game, but Sir David Gray, as he's known, and Easter Road did the business here, it was pretty much secure, now from any playoff threat, second half, Ewan Henderson goal means that they go home with all three points, after a pretty poor 90 minutes, we can gloss over the first half, couple of half chances, for Saints, only things worth talking about, Jay Henderson got to byline, his cross was deflected, the bounce awkwardly, about a yard out from goal was cleared by McGinn, with Brophy waiting for the tap and then a Brophy header, from a tans across, a deflection from Hanlon, took it into Macy's arms, he hoped for better in the second half, and it was a bit better, Saints sub-greed, got his foot to a deep Tanza cross, but couldn't turn the ball goalwards, it was just wide, and although the second half was better in the first, still Hibs, it took 68 minutes before they got an effort on goal, Joe Newell made good ground on the left-hand side, lovely cross into the box, James Scott should have done better with his header from the penalty spot, it was straight at Anik, it was a comfortable save, but it had good chance for the striker, that's better spell for Hibs, they still couldn't get any change from St Murn's defence until the 74th minute when the only goal of the game happened. Harry Clark made good ground on the right-hand side. He stopped by a crunching tackle by Joe Shaughnessy on the edge of the box. Loose ball broke. Ewan Henderson was onto it very quickly. His touch took him into the box. Really good finish from the midfield player. The fierce shot. He blasted it past Jack Anik on the angle. St Murn actually responded well. The real pressure from then until the final whistle. Jay Henderson cross wasn't cleared and Scott Tanzer hit the bar with a half ball from 16 yards. Grieve then had a chance, another Henderson cross not cleared but no purchase on his shot. It was weak at Messi and should have done better. And then a really good chance, probably since best chance of the game. Curtis Main rose to meet a Jordan Jones corner headed over from eight yards and he should have done much, much better. Still had time for Hibs to miss a great chance to tie up the points. Jasper on the break and Josh Campbell curled the ball over from 18 yards. Good chance, but David Gray won't care and Hibs fans to my right, delighted with the three points after the tough time they've had recently. But Saints making it hard for their supporters. Five defeats in a row mean they have a huge game in Perth next Saturday. Full time at Spider Stadium, St Mirren nil, Hibernian won. It's finished at Pataudry, Dave Galloway. Yeah, full time at Aberdeen 1, Livingston 2. Aberdeen made a bright start, McCrory couldn't connect. Six yards out following a corner and after a well worked free kick, Ojo's long range curling effort was just off target. But Livingston almost went ahead when Newplay fired in a cross which deflected off Bates, with Lewis reacting smartly at his near post to prevent an OG. There was much controversy when Bissawin went down in the box when Strike appeared to shove the ball into his face. When and trying to clear but no penalty was given and both players were booked to Aberdeen's fury but it got worse for them on 41 minutes Livingston took the lead Devlin first to the loose ball to score with a nice finish at the back post after Lewis saved Newplay's header from Shinney's cross Aberdeen went close twice soon after the restart Stryak pulling off good saves from Bissawin's low drive and then he kept out uh, McKenzie's powerful shot at his near post the Dons had certainly up to Temple Gallagher uh, volleyed over from about 8 yards and Hayes went close with a shot from outside the box all these chances but they couldn't convert them despite all the huffing and puffing and Livy went 2-0 up after 69 minutes Ojo downed McMillan in the box and Holt coolly slotted in the spot kick on 78 minutes McCrory was sent off for a second yellow card for a tackle on Pittman to deepen the gloom around Pataudry Ramirez drive 
Fife forced a very good save from Stryak as he diverted the ball over. And then in the 90th minute, Ferguson's penalty pulled one back for the Dons after he'd gone down under Obelai's challenge. But it was far too little, far too late. And the Aberdeen players trooped off disconsolately to another chorus of boos from the sparse Red Army. It's finished. Aberdeen 1, Livingston 2. Quite a day in the Scottish Premiership and beyond. Cove Rangers, for instance, have won the League One title. Well done to them. This was on the back of Kilmarnock winning last night. It's now over to you. So much has happened. What did you make of it? 01419511025. Was your team in action today? If so, give us all your thoughts. Rangers fans, how important was that win? How much character did you show? What did Scott Wright and Fashion Sakala prove with regards to Thursday? Has it given you food for thought when you're picking your team for those big games? What about all the talking points within it? Talk to us about Fur Park, St Mirren fans, Aberdeen fans. How worried are you about getting dragged in at the wrong end of the table? Kilmarnock fans, are you home yet? How's the head after last night's celebrations? And Celtic fans, of course, any nerves ahead of the trip to Dingwall? How would you line up? 0141-951-1025 and we'll speak to you next. After the action, it's your reaction. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. It's that time on a Saturday afternoon where you take centre stage. You must be fed up of hearing from me, Hugh Keevans, Roger Hanna and Gordon DL by now. So let's hear what you made of today's football or what you're thinking ahead of tomorrow. Rangers fans, how important was that victory today? What did you make of it? Uh, in light of all the changes made Did any of the fringe players Impress you enough To play an important role Between now And the end of the season There were some big talking points In there As well You'll be happy On the unhappy side of things today I would imagine Aberdeen for sure St Mirren certainly How nervous are you About the end of the season Do you fear getting dragged in And Celtic fans How do you feel about Tomorrow Is there any pressure on After the gap Being cut by Rangers today how would you line up tomorrow? Does Kyogo lead the line? Does Giacomakis come back in and lead the line? Anything else for us? Pick up that phone and let us know. And don't think I've forgotten about you Kelly fans either. What did you make of last night? Motherwell fans, you're more than welcome. You can't be too impressed with what you witnessed against 10 men. So let's hear it all. 0141-951-1025. Full times in the Premiership just to set the scene for you. Motherwell 1, Rangers 3. Aberdeen 1, Livingston 2, Dundee 1, St Johnston 1, St Mirren 0, Hibs 1. In the Championship, Hamilton Ackies 0, Wraith Rovers 2, Morton 0, Inverness 1, Partick Thistle 1, Dunfermline 0, and Queen of the South 1, Air United 1. In Scottish League 1, it was Clyde 0, Airdrie 5, Cove Rangers are champions, they beat Dumbarton 1 0, Falkirk 1, Alloa 2, Montrose 2, Queen's Park 1, and Peterhead 1, East 5. Nil In League 2 Albion Rovers 1 Stirling Albion 1 Elgin City 1 Cowdenbeath 4 Kelty Hearts 1 4 for 1 And Stenhouse Muir 1 Stranraer 3 uh, I'll finish quickly with the English Premier League If you're interested in that Full time Arsenal 3 Man United 1 Leicester 0 Villa 0 Man City 5 Watford 1 Norwich 0 Newcastle 3 And Brentford Spurs is 5.30 Been quite a day Hugh Keevans and it'll be quite a day tomorrow as well You have posed the question Gordon Will there be pressure on Celtic? Of course They would be naive to suggest there's no pressure on Celtic tomorrow If they were to lose the match The lead is cut to three points With Rangers to go to Celtic Park 
a week tomorrow So of course there's pressure on And Celtic in the league Have been unbelievably consistent In their last 27 league games They've won 23 Drawn 4 Lost none That is magnificent consistency But There's pressure on tomorrow They have to maintain that run Because if they do beat Ross County Then The pressure's on Rangers Because Celtic could then Become Champions In all but name If they beat Rangers At Celtic Park Yeah it's been a very interesting day Up and down the the league The top flight and beyond Roger Yeah um, Great day for Sir David Gray As they call him in Leith Because that win at St Mirren Effectively makes Hibernian safe A good day for Neil Hastings Who was um, hastily thrown into the Livingston dugout With David Martindale unwell And Marvin Bartley in the, in the stand at Petodio Because that win has effectively made Livingston safe Big point for St Johnson They trailed Dundee They've kept the five point gap with that Sean Rooney equaliser And they really will now have Aberdeen and St Mirren looking over their shoulders And congratulations to Cove Rangers A third promotion in four years Paul Hartley's bringing them into the championship Yeah looking forward to tomorrow after the exciting day we've had Gordon Obviously enjoyed the, the game at Fur Park I thought Rangers second half You're thinking down to ten men Made all those changes Mother will have got a great opportunity Cruised to the three points Thoroughly deserved it And I think the Rangers manager Obviously delighted with the, the day's work Looking forward to Thursday Dundee A great opportunity Going in front In front of a decent crowd at Dens Park But all credit to St Johnston And looking forward to Ross County and Celtic tomorrow I know what Hugh's saying Of course there's pressure in every game I don't deny that I just think Celtic will have the bit between their teeth And too much going up to Dingwall To let that slip So I imagine that Celtic will pick up the three points tomorrow Let's hear from the lot of you on the phone No matter what team you support We'll kick off with the game at Fir Park In the company of Andy in Bears Den How important was that win for your team today Andy? Oh in fact hold on A wee technical hitch before I can get Andy on We'll get Andy in just a second In fact I'll set the scene for Andy Will I by playing uh, the thoughts of Giovanni van Bronckhurst Here's what he had to say about it and we'll get Andy in just a second. Well, I mean, we had to uh, we have to adjust the game plan, of course. I think we started off really well. We were one 0 up. We have control of the game, and you know, of course, with the with the red card, we have to switch to uh, to a different way of playing. We did it really well, especially the second half. So we had half time to to change things a little bit uh, in, when we have the ball, but also defensively. I think it worked out well, and then uh, you know you just have to uh, make sure you create the chances. Uh, although you are one man less, but I think the players did really well what we wanted, and uh, you see we could. We also with ten men create a lot of chances to score. Obviously there were two tackles. I think both with the intention to win the ball, but you know in in these the margin is really really close in those tackles, and uh, you know we just have to accept uh, the red card we uh, we had. You know we couldn't do anything about it, and it's a decision of the ref. And uh, we had to go on, so I concentrated more on, 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 on how to play. Eventually, it gave us the, the win. They both have their qualities. They're quick, uh, they're fast with the ball. Also, their off-the-ball movements are, are good. And especially today, they had a slightly different role against uh, when we were 10 men, but uh, they did really well. They caused a lot of danger and, um, you know, happy for... For Scott, he scored twice. And, uh, of course, the captain never, almost never fails on the spot. Uh, that was Giovanni Van Bronckhorst talking to Sky Let's bring in Andy this time What did you make of the game today Andy? I thought Rangers dug in well To manage to get a win um, I think the mother will 
caused problems straight after that red card. It looked when it went in it. It's 1-1 uh, at half time. I did just kind of worry thinking thinking what's Gio done is they maybe played the wrong team and, and you know although the league is I've already kind of admitted that the league's gone but if you know Celtic had gone to stuff up uh, with just the right number of points and Rangers have slipped up today because that and when they looked back on and went oh that's horrible um, but anyway the, the reason I, did, I told earlier on that you weren't taking goals earlier on at half time and it was it was about the red card I don't know what the panel actually thought about the red cards and what they thought about the challenge um, a bit later on on right, uh, which wasn't too long after, and whether they thought that that was a red card too, or whether they thought that both of them was because at first glance I thought that it was a bit harsh the red card. And after watching it a few times over in slow motion, I can start kind of see both sides. I can see it being given as a yellow. I've seen it being given as a red. But you could see Balligans as a yellow. Yeah, I mean, I might be a bit so maybe at the time I second piece of it after watching it and you know now it's crossed the arm. I've simmered down because obviously the result went, yeah. went Rangers' way. I've kind of looked at it, I can see it going both ways, but. Oh, no, I mean, you don't get me wrong, I expected the sort of comparison between the two. That, 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 yeah. you know, we certainly did see that coming. I wasn't sure many would sort of take anything away from. The decision specifically on Balogun But answer the man's point What, what do you think when you look at the two Compare the two or? Balogun, uh, a definite red card Ojala, not a red card Gordon Dale said at the time He hoped that no one would come on And embarrass themselves By attempting to defend Balogun Balogun's over the top Could have created a very serious injury For the Motherwell player And it's undeniably a red card you don't think a yellow's was? No, what, fans, what, is it close? Is it? I mean, like a, a yellow's a yellow, a red's a red. But yeah, for me, it's a straightforward yellow. Fans always demand justice in the form of parity. He sent off our player, therefore he must send off their player. That's not how it works. Mm. Not to be fair, people do that because they feel the tackles were similar. Roger, that that's all. Um, do you agree? Um, I think the Balligan challenge had what we might describe in here as the woof factor because when we saw him charging in on Dean Cornelius, we all went woof. Yeah, he just knew, didn't you? And we knew it was a red card. I think Ojala, Ojala, by the way, is guilty of stupidity going in for a challenge like that immediately after Leon Balligan has been sent off. But I agree with you. I don't think it was a red card. I think it was a yellow card. I think Nick Walsh did well because he spotted the penalty as well initially. I shouted that I thought Mugabe had challenged Sakala fairly in the box. You see it again, he took the leg first before he took the ball. Nick Walsh got that one right too. It was a definite Rangers penalty. Yeah, I don't I don't think you can defend Balligan, Gordon. Uh, the minute I seen it on the screen, the first thing I said was red. Um, and then when I seen the replay, we had obviously the benefit of the replay. Uh, you know it's a straight red card. I can understand. I totally can understand after that Ajala's tackle because he goes in a little bit of pace. Right, goes up in the air a little bit. Uh, Roger, Roger came out with was a, a one and a half yellow. I know where he's coming from. Orange. Sounds yeah, like yeah. It was it was leaning towards that changing <laughs> colour. Amber. But yeah, but I I do think right in fairness to the referee, I think he called mm. both decisions correct. It's a full house in disagreement from those three, Andy, but we agree to disagree. That's why we're here. Um, what about the the changes? How did you take us back to an hour before kickoff? If you like, what did you make of the Rangers team then, and 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 what did they do to impress you in the the time that followed? Well, I thought that 
and the time I just thought, well, Rangers will have enough to, to see it out anyway because of the quality throughout the whole squad. But um, once uh, the equaliser went in and we were a man down, I did kind of panic. I think, obviously, they've come out with a lot of confidence in their own abilities and have went on to to win the game quite comfortably. You know, we're very comfortable considering it was just 10 men. But, but I mean, I, I, we will, as you said, agree to disagree when it comes to the referee's decisions. But the other kind of point to go back to the referee is, well, Arfield, he got a yellow. Um, and then Carroll didn't get a yellow when pulling back Scott Wright. And again, it's very similar, same challenges. I think it, it shows that, that the bar is going to be welcomed. In Scotland, I really do. I think I do again. I mean, we spoke about it in shows previously. Timing of it came as a bit. It's going to cause a lot of controversy, but, oh, but, but uh, Andy, it's the same people with the same set of eyes. What if VAR was in today and gives the exact same decision? And for a start, it, it ain't going to look at a Jake Carroll pull on the shirt in the middle of the pitch. So, what difference was that going to make? No, I'm just saying that's well. Maybe not on those those decisions specifically, but I just think it's going to be welcome in general. Look, it, might, it, it may well lead us to get more right than wrong And that's the aim of it But yeah. yet you know, yet again every week um, We watched Man United Arsenal today Fernandez is so late And he leans in and he lands studs on The Arsenal player And we're all looking at that when yeah. VR checks it Going oh yeah he's probably off there And then he's not yeah. so This sort of assumption that decisions will go the way you saw them yeah. Once VAR comes in It just doesn't happen I, I, I Go back to the VAR check Which uh, first of all Disallowed an Arsenal goal And then they had another think about it And went back to the original challenge Made on another Arsenal player And awarded a penalty And I'm trying to think to myself The last five minutes at Ibrox or Celtic Park In a Celtic Rangers or Rangers Celtic game And all that's going on So VAR As you rightly say Gordon Will clear up More than It will leave in a mess But it's not perfect yeah, I mean, again, Roger, this thing does come out. Andy admits that himself. This thing comes out of it if there was a perceived injustice. Because, by the way, I can see Twitter loads of Muddle fans who don't think it was a penalty, and you three do. Um, but the the fact that it was a Rangers win, it was comfortable in the end, it, it takes the heat out of that debate a bit. Not it, to say that it clears it all up. It does. And I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst will go home happy tonight. He's made the eight changes. He's rested key men for... Europa League semi-final first leg in Germany on Thursday night uh, Ryan Kent's got to put his feet up John Lundstrom, Ryan Jack uh, Joe Aribo only got a, a light run out Calvin Bassey only came on because Leon Balligan had been sent off and then you go home and find that Leipzig have lost at home with a couple of late goals so Rangers will be in as good a position as they could hope to be tonight given of course the travel with no Morelos no Roof and no Ramsey yeah, I think I think it's job done for Rangers. I thought it was a comfortable afternoon, Gordon. Yeah, when Motherwell got that equaliser from Tierney, uh, they had a spell for about five five minutes, and you're thinking, right, half time, getting there with a bit of confidence, bursting to get back out. Rangers down to ten men, Bickers on the bench, um, an opportunity, best opportunity to go and do something, get some points on the board. Rangers totally controlled the second half, got off to the perfect start. And it was easy straight. I would uh, be more concerned rather than worry about the, the penalty kick, which, in my opinion, was a penalty kick. I thought that the referee got that correct as well. And should we take a rare moment to praise that? Because on first viewing, again, it, it didn't really look like it. It looked like 
Bevis Mugabe had slid in come completely away with the ball to most people mm. and then you see it back he, he just sort of nicks Sakala's so, ankle on the way through yeah and I think I think that's where the credit goes to referee we're quick enough to criticise him Gordon let's be quick enough to praise him he got the, mm. he got the decision right I'll get back to it I, I, I would I'm concerned about Motherwell I'm concerned about the way they're going about their business they've got four points now it's another game ticked off since and it was brilliant they got in the top six I think Mother will just need to get to the end of the season regroup they're losing one or two players get some fresh bodies in there and start again next season because the forum and the way they're they're playing just now is very very poor indeed second half they offered nothing Andy we heard the manager there praising Fashion Sakala Scott Wright two players who clearly are not you know, first picks in, in the Rangers starting eleven for big games. What did you make of them today, though? Yeah, they were good. Uh, Sakala was good, and um, you know, I, th- I think the whole, overall, I think it was a really good performance. I think I was just more worried in the first half to just get at half time, but I'm still a bit concerned for the the Thursday. I don't think that Sakala's the the man for Europe. Um, domestically, when you're looking at, at Rangers. You know, expecting them to be all over the other teams apart from maybe Celtic, then you know, yeah, he does a job. But I, I, you know, I guess it remains yet to be seen because we don't have much choice when it comes to up front. But I still am a little concerned going into the semi final. Before, even was when, when it was Ruth that was going to be up front, he kind of showed himself. So I might be completely proved wrong again. My concerns might be blown out of the water. We'll see, see, but I'm looking forward to those them. I'm quietly confident. I'm not as confident as I was before. But yeah. I mean That may well be the case Roger We might find out in time That Scott Wright and Fashion Sakala Will always fall, fall short in Europe for Rangers But in terms of today They couldn't have done much more Could they? No Particularly I mean they started in the front three With Ahmad Diallo Who was sacrificed To allow Calvin Bassey to come on After Leon Balligan's red card um, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Fair play to him Changed the system He pushed Scott Arfield through As a false nine He kept Sakala And Wright pinned up In wide areas And the tactic worked Sakala teed up right for the crucial goal That goal inside two minutes of the second half Turned the game back in Rangers' favour, Gordon And it sort of drained the life and drained the belief out of Motherwell And then Sakala again Later in the game wins the penalty from Mugabe Tavernier scores the penalty And that finished the game as a contest So the two of them did what the manager wanted them to do today They've come in because Kent was rested Roof was injured Morelos was injured and all you can do when you're asked to come into the team like that is perform to the best of your ability. And the two lads did that today. Yeah, I agree. I thought the two of them were given a big opportunity uh, with Thursday in mind, Gordon. And I think they grasped that with both hands, both of them. I, I was very impressed with Scala. I thought he's running, uh, his work rate, especially going at the Motherwell back line, caused them all sorts of problems. Um, but on the other side, Scott Wright, terrific goal right after half time. Uh, the same I thought he had a very very good game I think it'll be a, a, a toss of the coin uh, Sakala or Wright um, Who will get the, the last pick On Thursday night I think most of the players in there Pick themselves The strongest side that he's got available But it'll just be a case of, for me Will it be Sakala or mm. will it be Wright RB Leipzig lost today Incidentally at home to Union Berlin Is that any sort of a sign for Thursday night Who knows But they lost today If that interests you So thank you to Andy In Bears Den 0141 Great time to get your call in You could be up next Celtic fans How are you feeling? 
Ahead of tomorrow Motherwell fans How disappointing was that today Is it a missed opportunity And where are you St Mirren Aberdeen fans out there Pick up the phone And talk to us please The games are over The talking begins 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Roger Hanna Gordon Diel And Hugh Evans are here Looking back on Last night's football If you want Kilmarnock fans How would you sum up your mood Looking at today's games In a positive sense For the likes of Rangers And Hibs Maybe St Johnson Come into that And certainly Livingston And on the negative Side of things today Aberdeen fans Where are you Motherwell fans Was it a missed opportunity And we'll preview tomorrow As well So pick up the phone Just like Derek In Govan has done uh, What's your point tonight Derek? That's uh, Rangers A fantastic performance today and uh, to keep the title race going and putting all the pressure on Celtic tomorrow, you know they'll need they'll need to go up there and get a result. And if they don't, then we'll I think we'll be on to it, you know. Yeah, yeah I mean, Hugh, I don't think any Rangers fans would have been phoning at half time to call the performance fantastic no. um, or whatever word Derek used. Sorry if I've got it wrong, um, but certainly second half so comfortable, so controlled up against eleven men, and then you know psychologically it takes a bit of character to do that as well. Without doubt. Um... They have not given up on the title And clearly Derek As a fan Has not given up on the title As I said You would have to be naive To say there is no pressure On Celtic tomorrow Of course there is But People will say Pressure is a privilege In football And if Celtic Accept the privilege And win in Dingwall And stay six points clear of Rangers With a vastly superior goal difference Then The other side of the coin Comes into play Celtic could then win the title A week tomorrow Against Rangers Mm. At Celtic Park But That's the drama of it all tomorrow You cannot say there's no pressure on Celtic There is However The prize For living with the pressure Beating the pressure and getting three points is immense. Can you can you see it, Derek? Do you still think it's on? Definitely, football can change in a heartbeat. You know what I mean. You've got to keep believing. It happened in two thousand and five, so we we we'll, we'll always believe until it's uh, impossible. You'd understand that mindset, yeah. Gordon. Yeah, I do. But you go back to and Hugh's quite rightly saying there about there's pressure. Of course, there's pressure. But I think that Celtic. Will thrive in that pressure, Gordon. Their league forum, Hugh rhymed it off there. They've been absolutely brilliant this season. Yes, they had a blip last week, and Rangers deserve to be in the Scottish Cup final. But they've got the league in their hands, and they got to Ross County. Of course, everybody will talk about the 96 97th minute winner we were Alston up there the last time. But just with the players, the, the fact of the importance, pressure's great for players. You want to have a bit of pressure on you. It gives you the edge. It gives you that, you know, let's not get beat here. Let's go and win this league. We've got it in our hands. Don't let it slip up. I just think Celtic have got too much quality. I am i don't think there'll be a slip up at Dingwall tomorrow. I think Celtic will pick up three points, no problem. What about your own team today, Derek? What impressed you the most? I thought the uh, Sakala Diallo played, played, played amazing today actually you know what I mean a, 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 to, to begin with a, a lot of guts and then uh, Scott Wright I thought Scott Wright where it was uh, a granted man of the match and we were solid at the back he had a bit of character today as well which is good to see I think Gio's finally putting his mark in the team Yeah Roger every game at this stage of the season either reflects one way or the other on the manager it's just the nature of it Yeah of course it is and you, it's 
You could see the tightrope today When he names that team When he makes eight changes Even though there are quality players in there You just know That becomes a stick to beat Giovanni Van Bronckhurst with yeah, and he, If he it doesn't go to plan prioritise Leipzig on Thursday Ahead of Motherwell on Saturday By making those eight changes But At the back of his mind He knows Rangers couldn't afford to have any slip-ups this afternoon He gambled that the team he selected Was going to be strong enough to see off Motherwell There were a couple of blips along the way The Balogun red card The Ross Tierney equaliser But Rangers responded in the second half They were superior to Motherwell in the second half They got two more goals And, and by the end it, it, it sort of eased off And, and they, they cruised to the victory Yep you know, It's been a good day for Rangers um, They have... Maintain momentum Both in the domestic league And in the Europa League They can go to Leipzig With every conference I think And they have the Knowledge that The second leg at Ibrox Thursday nights at Ibrox have become Quite a thing So it's been a good day for them And uh, Derek will be I don't know if he's the type to watch the Celtic game tomorrow But uh, he'll be very, very interested in the progress of the Celtic game tomorrow Thursday night in mind, Derek Did Sakala and Wright and any others prove that they can, can play on Thursday? Is that is that how good you thought they were? Or is there still a bit of work to be done for them? Sorry, I lost you there, what did you say that, Gordon? Just thinking Thursday night, you know, the likes of Wright and Sakala Who seem to be getting praise <clears throat> Did they do themselves... A bit of a favour for the, the thought process of the manager on Thursday? I think you've got to. I've got to keep playing a few games in Europe now. Sakala, I, I, I think we don't need to chase a game in the first leg. I, I, I think I think, uh, I think Gio might go for it like he did in Dortmund, but personally, I'd like to just uh, defend what we've got and, and, and still stay in the tie and take it towards Ibrox. And I think we would, we would turn them over at Ibrox if they were still in the tie, I believe. Like we said They lost to Union Berlin today They are yeah. They are beatable Albeit A decent side Very I, decent I, At the back of the mind You think Rangers have beaten A better Bundesliga team Than Leipzig And in Germany yeah. Can Rangers hit that level Without Morelos So that that would be the question Wouldn't it Well Because that, that, that was Rangers At a top level And well done to them for it But you have to repeat it Without your You know your first Choice strikers Two of them Since losing to Celtic At Ibrox They've answered all the questions in a positive way They've beaten Celtic in the Cup They've beaten Motherwell with 10 men today um, They continue to progress in Europe So two games against Celtic One at Celtic Park, one at Ibrox Apart, they have answered questions It's how they answer the question The next time they play Celtic That could be of great importance Thank you Derek And Govan, Motherwell fans what did you make of it? Was it a missed opportunity? You must have smelled blood at half time But it certainly wasn't the case Come full time So pick up the phone and let us know Will we start hearing from the managers Or stand-ins Our old pal Marvin Bartley ah. Big win for them at Pataudry He was banned A very angry man Here's what he had to say at full time Yeah, for Davy, for the boys For everyone at the club You know, um, Obviously you know, the gap was taken ill yesterday uh, The players didn't actually find out till today On, on the bus on the way up um, so yeah, it was obviously quite shocking news for them. It's quite shocking being around it yesterday when the gaffer obviously was taken to hospital. But yeah, dedicate that one to him definitely. We said we're not going to use it as an excuse. You know, at the end of the day, that can't happen. You know, players get injured. You know, and unfortunately we've lost a staff member. But it was never going to be an excuse. You know, if we'd have lost that game, it would have never been because all oh, the manager wasn't here. Um, the players are well prepared all week. They knew what was expected of them. You know, he spoke about that before the game, and as I said, they went and executed it 
perfectly well. How much contact have you had with them? Um, probably about 105 calls um, <laughs> over the day. My battery's actually drained, so someone needs to give me an iPhone charger because he was calling me that much. But no, listen, he's a, he loves the game, doesn't he? So, you know, he's watching it on a... I think he paid for it. I'm not saying he's watching it on the stream because then he'd get in trouble. So, yeah, I'm hoping he paid for it. You know, you can show the receipt. But, yeah, we're in contact quite a lot. He's out now. As far as I'm aware, I think he's out now. Um, definitely, otherwise, the patient next to him would have been moaning him out. He's on the phone. So, yeah, I hope he's out. It was difficult because, obviously, I was behind the dugout because um, I was suspended. I just thought, you know, Max had gone in towards him. I didn't know what had happened next minute he was on the floor. Um, but I suppose it's not something that we're shocked at seeing now um, in terms of him as a player being down on the floor. I don't know how much contact there was. You know, Obviously, we'll see it again. Both players were booked, so whether the referee got it right or not, I'm unsure. Claws out for Bizarre win. I'll tell you what, when he sees it back, I wonder if he'll backtrack on any of that. Well, that's why he's on here, to give us his opinion, honestly, forthrightly. But uh, well done, Livy. Um, and get well soon, Davy Martindale. Yeah, because you were getting the... The inside track on the preparation for, mm. From Marvin on uh, Was it Thursday night when he was on And they, they didn't stay up last night Most teams stay in Aberdeen But they travelled this morning, morning So he's saying the players didn't even learn Of of David Martindale's absence until then Yeah it's a great result for him uh, He's now turning into the fact that Abby's only friend the way he's doing his interviews Everybody's falling out with him um, That's a great result And he's right I, I like the way Livingston's about their business They wouldn't have made excuses about the manager Not being available today To uh, G up the players or whatever They went to Aberdeen A difficult place to go at times Not just now And they got the result And uh, that is a fantastic result for Livingston And we send our wishes to David Obviously a great lad We love listening to him to his show And uh, He'll get better soon He'll be back in his right place Very quickly Yeah we wish him well Roger Yeah absolutely I think the wishes of all of us Go to David Martindale But nothing will pep him up More than three points For Livingston this afternoon It's a big win They are now safe Hibs Courtesy of that win And Paisley are now safe And it's going to be Aberdeen and St Mirren That are looking over their shoulders Now St Johnson Have picked up another point St Johnson St Mirren Next Saturday Will be An earth shredder Yeah where are you St Mirren fans How are you feeling Tonight, I know it's not um, a, a positive thought that you'll be sharing with us, that's for sure But pick up the phone either way and do let us know if you can It was of course Hibbs who beat St Mirren today David Gray, Sir David Gray in charge Here's what he had to say on the game and you never know, has he fancied the job himself? Enjoying, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, no, I enjoy winning It's the most important thing and that's the, the feeling and the message I just gave to the players there Which is enjoy winning games of football, it's, it's very tough at times, uh, it's very challenging and ultimately you need to enjoy these moments when you do win because that's the most important thing, that's why we do it. The message was we need to finish the season as well as we possibly can, D- use the disappointment of not achieving what we set out to do which was uh, fourth place finish in European football, we ne- nobody shied away from that, uh, we failed to achieve that but the reaction has been fantastic um, and I think the performance and the, the attitude towards the game today showed that. I think it would take the job full time if it was offered. It's, that's decisions got absolutely nothing to do with me. As I've said many times, this is all about a job I've been asked to do between now and the end of the season, which is try and accumulate as many points as we possibly can. It's been a good start because we've got three today, but our attention now changes to Livingston and Matthew, which is irrelevant at the moment. Does it now at least, Hugh, you know, they're not going to go down now, they're not going to get sucked in after that win today. Mm-hmm. So does it allow everyone to just approach the end of the season with a bit more of a calm head and... We said earlier players can maybe show any watching manager what they're capable of. Yeah, they'll be able to calm down now. They're now on the same points as Dundee United who are in fourth place. That's just one of the quirks, we'll quirks call it. of the, the split. I don't think David Gray will get the job. 
I don't think he'll be offered the job I wonder you, if he even wants it fully or Well if we take Ron Gordon The Hibs owner at his word At his lengthy word When he explained why Sean Maloney had to go He said that they rushed into it He with the benefit of hindsight Regrets that And that the next man will have experience David Gray doesn't have managerial experience I can't, I can't disagree with yeah, you I'm, I'm not sure it's a I, I, I Anyone th- thinks he, he's in line for it, do they? Well, I'll tell you what He, he never really uh, answered the question He just said that's up to other people Which tells me that He's a Hibs man He's obviously He's a hero there He's worshipped there Of course he would love the Hibs job But The chairman Ron Gray's come out and said Look, we're looking for experience I totally agree with that I think Hibs is a massive building job I don't think it's a job for a rookie Manager, it needs someone with a bit of experience, a bit of strength to get into the club and and revamp it. To be quite Football, honest, with football's you. funny. Gordon, David Gray wins five games after the split. Can Ron Gordon resist giving mm. him the job? Can you add to a knighthood? Is that what's next? I don't know, Hugh. Did you get any other deals? Um, uh, no. Look, maybe St Mirren fans have gone off to drown their sorrows. How worried would you be for them at this stage? Well, Perth next week, next Saturday. If they lose at Perth Then there will only be two points Between them and St Johnston And three games to play They are in free fall I think the manager has alienated the dressing room With what he said earlier on in the season But there's no point in taking the huff with the manager Because it's your livelihood The division that you play in Can determine whether your livelihood is A good one or a bad one So you should be fighting For your family now And never mind What the manager said about you You're yeah. in trouble isn't you? They're in trouble There's no doubt You'll bring in Okay They were forced to bring in A new manager It wasn't like They went out and replaced Jim Goodwin Jim Goodwin decided to leave To go to Aberdeen They had to replace the manager um, You're looking for That manager's bounce It's not worked um, I don't think it helps Hugh's right He comes out Has a go Um <sighs> Stephen Robertson was a very good manager at Motherwell uh, Went back down south, he's come up here And he's struggling just now And so St Mern If they get beat at Perth next week, Gordon They are bang, bang in I mean, trouble It's a bit like St Johnson going to the knee today There was a five point gap And in the final analysis A point for St Johnson's a good result There's now a five point gap to St Mern If St Mern can go to Perth and get a draw That's a good result But we saw the way St Johnson performed in the second half At Dens to come from behind and listen to Fraser Wishart St Mirren again yeah. Didn't perform Would you put any money in St Mirren Going and getting a positive result in Perth? Any St Mirren fans out there Pick up the phone We're going to speak to Fraser Who's a Motherwell fan next But I need to run this past you first Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Sorry to remind Fraser on the line But Rangers scored three times At Fir Park earlier Which means Another £750 into the kitty On Clyde One Super Scoreboard's Golden Goals Hugh Keevans, do you know where we sit currently? Uh, around the 30000 mark Bang on £29,000 And there is still a lot of football to be played Rangers play in Europe on Thursday night Rangers and Celtic then meet at the weekend There's a Scottish Cup final There's league games to go oh. It's going to be well over thirty grand, obviously By the end of the season Celtic play tomorrow, of course, against Ross County So to make sure you're in with the chance of winning Please get involved sooner rather than later You text the word GOAL to 61025 That's G-O-A-L 
to 61025 It is £2 plus your standard message rate It's over 18s only And the full terms and online entry are at Clyde1.com So the lines close on Scottish Cup final day Which is Saturday the 21st of May at 6pm So for your chance to be the winner at the end of the season Text GOAL to 61025 right now And Fraser in Carluc is next After they play... You have your say. 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Let's go straight back to the phones and bring in Fraser, who's a Motherwell fan in Kerluk. What did you make of that today, Fraser? Um, it's always going to be tough against the old firm. You get that, but I thought the second half performance from Motherwell was—I thought it was absolutely shocking. To be honest with you, um, especially Rangers doing it to ten men. They, they didn't really go for it But One thing that's disappointed me This season is There's, there's nothing there with Motherwell you, you don't know what you're getting um, Under previous managers You see You see what Motherwell are trying to do Under Robinson Hard Get in hard Go long Get in players' faces I don't see that with Alexander I don't know what he's actually trying to do um, I don't know why he doesn't play Willard either The guy's rapid Do you know what I mean? He's one of our better players, he just doesn't play him. Um, he just, I don't, I don't know what Motherwell are actually trying to achieve. Honestly, watching them, um, I know we're getting the top six, which is it's like brilliant, brilliant, uh, uh, brilliant achievement for Motherwell. But we've uh, been really lucky this year. Um, one game this year, winning one game, it's just not good enough. I'm really, I'm just, I'm not in Alexander camp at all. I, I, I really am. I back my managers. I've watched Mull for years And I back the managers But I, I just don't get this guy I really don't Yeah I, I think um, I think if he'd have Not gotten the top six And You know he'd lost his first game He'd have come under so much Pressure gone I said on the show When I was watching the game That I Like Fraser I couldn't see what Motherwell Will try to do mm. You know Patterns he plays As managers and coaches Talk about How they're getting the ball Up to the front man. How You look at Rangers For instance Playing through Davis Getting the width of Tavernier Barisic The running power of Sakala So And right on the right hand side So they had a pattern Of what they were trying to do I couldn't see it with Motherwell I thought second half uh, Fraser says they were poor I thought they were dreadful Now yeah, yeah, The argument is you're up against a quality side with quality players, better players than you've got, and I totally agree with that. You've got that one-man advantage, still difficult. You're at home. They couldn't pass mm. the ball. They couldn't make five passes. It would have felt like a missed opportunity, Roger, I'm sure, because, you know, as Gordon says, all things been equal. Even before the game, if you see Rangers go down to 10, being a Motherwell boy, that, that still wouldn't fill me with enough confidence, believe it or not, that you, you would go on and win the game. However, once you get to half-time in that scenario, your level, you've seen the way the first half has ended, to then do that in the second half as as, as well as Rangers played, Motherwell shot themselves in the foot as well, didn't they? Yeah, combination. And, and there is a prize at the end of the season. You know, they're only a point off European, in fact, the only goal difference, I think, off European qualification. This was a missed opportunity for Motherwell. Nobody's saying they were going to go out there and win the game 3 1 in the second half, but 1 1 at the break against 10 men. They had a chance to take something from the game, and they were desperately poor in the second half, just like they've been desperately poor for all but one game since Boxing Day. And yes, they're in the top six. Yes, they might even get a place in the Europa Conference League But Motherwell fans like Fraser, like yourself, like the Dazzler They know what they're watching They know what they've seen in the calendar year 2022 And they're right to be worried And th- that is the problem Hugh Because the stuff about being lucky to get in the top six As Fraser says 
I understand that. I mean, I, I get the logic, but we can't be we can't be selective. We've been banging on all afternoon about how the league table doesn't lie. So uh-huh. if you're in there, you're in there. And we said earlier as well, recency bias. If if Graham Alexander had started the season on a run like this, well, he might have been sacked. But if he'd started the season on a run like this, and then rallied and gone on a good run and got into the top six, the Motherwell fans would be feeling good about him just now. Uh-huh. But because the run is is now that that's the bit that, that you remember but you need to show signs that it is just that there was that period when they had taken five points from 33 and we were fielding mm-hmm. calls here from well it's not much better now is it yeah, we there were, was only we, one draw since then I think we were fielding calls from Motherwell supporters who were taking exception to the manager not the players and even on the day when they made the top six we had one fan on here saying that he hoped that Motherwell would use the additional revenue to pay off Graham Alexander That's right yeah. So We have that Kind of situation Going on There's consternation At Aberdeen There's consternation At Dundee There's consternation At Easter Road And I think There's consternation At Fir Park as well I don't think That everyone Who supports the club Is necessarily Buying into the manager And what is happening At the club Any, compl- any complaints About the penalty Rangers got Fraser? No, I think it's a it's a penalty. End of the day, aye, aye, it's a penalty. Um, aye, just one of them, isn't it? Yeah, but fair enough, because not all not all fans admit these things when it's their team. What about the two challenges? So Balogun was sent off. No one, well, the first caller was, but no one else is re- is really complaining about that. But a lot of people felt Ojala was then lucky. How do you compare those two? I thought, uh, I thought he was lucky on the park as well, to be honest with you. Um, the Rangers boy, aye, that was a red card and we were, we were fortunate. We were fortunate. Um, and I, I can't believe he's getting in like that as well because at the end of the day, you're up against Rangers, which is always going to be a tough task. You, you need 11 players in the park and he's getting in like that. He's, do you know what I mean? We got away with that. Yeah, uh, fair play. Fair play to Fraser, who's a Motherwell fan from Curlook. It was nice to speak to you, Fraser. Hopefully we'll do it again. At some point on 01419511025 Did I cut off your final thoughts on that Roger? No I was just going to say that For the point you made to you If you start a season with 5 points from 33 You're going to be sacked yep. So it was as well for Graham Alexander That Motherwell did start that first half of the season so brightly I remember going on Boxing Day The beat Livingston on Boxing Day All in the garden appeared rosy But since then It's just been a disastrous end to the season for Motherwell And if they limp to the end of the season With 4 more performances like today I don't think supporters like Fraser will have a lot of optimism about how the next season is going to start. Let's hear from Mark McGee. It was all about him this week, what he said, really, about being cold and hungry and naked. If they won, they didn't win today. Um, but as you would expect, after a, a result like that, more of a, a serious head-on from Mark McGee to most outsiders, it's a result that relegates Dundee. But of course, arithmetically, there is still scope. I think the result was fair. I think the second half we couldn't go out. And uh, they put us under pressure. You know, when we scored the first goal, I thought it was everything that I'd seen in training and everything that I'd hoped for. And I thought that this was going to be the day and it would kick on from that. Second half, we weren't able to do that. Why? You know, Charlie tired, but we had to keep Charlie out there because he's, you know, we get a free kick at the end of Charlie's lightly putting the net. He set plays. Um, I don't know. But, you know, the one thing I've seen is, and I've not been fanciful, but we're not conceding, you know. We still, we, we can win a game, you know, and if we win one game next week, then 
who knows, we can maybe win another. So we're, we're not conceding. We'll keep going till it's mathematically impossible for us to get the points we need. I mean, it looks as if uh, Ian was blocked off, or, but, you know, there's a goal from a set play. We, set, we, you know, we rehearsed set plays and we worked at set plays three times this week, you know, so we can expect better. But, you know, there you go. It was a good ball from their guy. It's, you know, Charlie does it to other teams and Paul McGowan does it to other teams, so it happens. So I've given them Monday off. And I've told them to come back on Tuesday, ready, prepare for Aberdeen the same way as they did for this game. And you saw the way they prepared because they came out of the traps, you know, brilliantly. I wouldn't expect them to concede the league because he has to get performances out of them. He has to go game by game to see what, if anything, happens. We're now playing gallows football in the bottom six. Aberdeen are up there in the gallows as well. Uh, so they have to be very careful That will be Some game next week For all the negative reasons It will be The Aberdeen crowd Going there In a restive mood The Dundee crowd Going there Thinking well If Livy can beat Aberdeen Then we can You will have to have Dave Galloway In a darkened room yeah. Between now and next Saturday Because Petodre will be Fraught with nerves Fraught with tension Fraught with anxiety on all four sides You've got to give him a wee bit credit He, he brought some joy to us this week Gordon Wall There's carry one that was going round about him But he's trying everything You know, he's bumming up his team there We're not conceding He's And, and people will listen If you're a Dundee fan and think He's given them Monday off well, They should be in working on the training ground And working different things We're fighting to relegate You know, he's trying everything with his players and uh, yeah. But I think that they're Too doomed late. for relegation uh, Let's hear from Jim Goodwin As you say Another really poor afternoon for Aberdeen There was some controversy in there as well So here's what he made of that one I mean look it's another Another very frustrating afternoon for us um, You know I, It would be a lot easier for me to be Coming in here and saying that we were uh, We were outplayed and outclassed And, and um, you know Deserved losers I mean you know, I can't say that. I always try and give an honest and fair judgment on what I've seen in the day. And I thought we were the better team. I certainly didn't think we deserved to lose the game. Um, and Livingston scored against the run of play. It was a poor goal from our point of view. Uh, Joe makes a great save, and unfortunately, lack of concentration for the second ball. You know, the Livingston player reacted better, and then we have to go and try and chase the game, which has unfortunately been the uh, the case since I've came in. I saw the Livingston goalkeeper. I don't, I don't want to say punch because it wasn't a punch, but he certainly pushed his two hands into the face of Vinnie Bejuin while the ball is still in play. Um, so I, I think by the letter of the law, it should have been a, a red card and a penalty. But um, you know, I don't want to be coming in here talking about referees. I think pundits and you guys have all, you know, have all discussed how poor the officiating has been this year all round. Um, I don't want to add to that. There were some big, big decisions, some key moments in that game that went against us. I thought it was two players very committed and a, a good 50-50 challenge. I think Ross has actually got the initial contact onto the Livingston player and then the ball ends up going that way. You know, I think it's a silly tackle from Ross to get himself involved in initially because by going to ground, you know, the reaction of the Livingston player makes the referee probably think it's a lot worse than what it was as well. And um, you give the referee a decision to make. Has he got a case on the Bizawan incident doubt. with the Livy goalkeeper? Without doubt. Uh, it is a bad mistake. Now, a clever guy, Jim. He has highlighted just how bad a mistake it was, uh, but then adds the rider. I'm not here to talk about referees. So he's he's got himself out of that one quite smartly. I will say this. 
If Aberdeen lose to Dundee Pataudry next week, it's crisis time. And that's what Jim Goodwin has to avoid. And it's going to be more squeaky bum time in seven days' time because St. Johnson, St. Mirren, Aberdeen, Dundee, all in desperate need of points. All in desperate need of points. If I were the Aberdeen players, I would... Come out of the ground and avoid walking past Sir Alex's statue Because Sir Alex thinks they're rubbish Sounds a bit of a Mark McGee technique mm. Yes um, Quickly before we go, your thoughts on Dingwall tomorrow for Celtic? Uh, straightforward for me, it will be a difficult game But I think Celtic are too much and I think they'll win the game, pick up three points Hugh? 24, 23 wins, 4 draws in their last 27 matches They are the kings of consistency they have to go there and remain so tomorrow and the league could be won against Rangers week on Sunday. Effectively, yes, Roger Hanna. Yeah, Jacob Mack is back. Kyogo perhaps ready for a start. Maybe even O'Reilly for a start as well. Ralston, the hero of Dingwall the last time, will start with Juranovic out injured. I think Celtic a routine one. Well, it's been quite the day, quite the weekend already. Starting last night, congratulations once again to Kilmarnock. They will be back in the top flight next season after winning the championship. The Premiership title race is very much still on the go Rangers closed the gap to three points With a 3-1 win at Motherwell They might have gone down to ten men But they had no problems whatsoever In leaving Fir Park with all three points It was a dramatic afternoon thereafter uh, Really disappointing results for Aberdeen and St Mirren But with that comes good results for Livingston and Hibs And it looks like Dundee might just be relegated But there is still some life left in that as well On to a big day tomorrow then As we said Dundee United taking on Hearts But that's after Ross County host Celtic Whatever happens tomorrow You can rest assured we will look back on all the talking points On Monday night from 6 o'clock So make sure you join us Thanks for your company this afternoon George Bowie's up next with the GBX